Hi, I'm Shelley Carney, Livestream Coach. As a content creator, I've learned a lot about making videos, creating podcast episodes, writing blog posts, and doing it all consistently. I'll share my tips and tools with you, along with a few stories that illustrate my livecast lifestyle. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Shelly Carney Livestream Coach. Today we're going to be talking about how to become a live caster and how to do it in a way that it becomes a part of your lifestyle and it stays easy and simple. So let's go ahead and get into that with my live cast life 2.0. Again, the life 2.0 is because I'm over the age of 50. So I'm in the second half of life. It's also like I've graduated or I evolved into something more interesting and exciting. Uh, so that's kind of why I have life 2.0. So let's uh, talk about how to become a live cast queen. <laughs> the live cast lifestyle is something you can learn and adopt. Anybody can do this. Uh, but how do you get started and keep going? What challenges will you face as you do this, as you begin to adopt this lifestyle? And how can you make money doing this? That's something that we're always asking, right? How do I, how do I get some kind of return on all the time and effort that I'm putting into this? Number one, let's adopt the lifestyle. We're working from home. We have our in-home studio set up in perhaps a spare bedroom, like I do at my house. Or maybe you want to set it up in your kitchen or somewhere that's comfortable for you. Uh, but when we begin to adopt this lifestyle, that means that we are always conscious of this. It's pretty much, there's a lot of careers that uh, require that you are always thinking about it. You're always training, you're always learning, you're always uh, open to new ideas regarding your industry. Now, some jobs you just go, you do your work, you go home and you forget about it. But when you're in an entrepreneurial career or becoming a live caster, you're always going to be open to ideas and it's going to be ever present in your mind that, hey, I'm creating stuff. I am um, on the lookout for information that I can incorporate into my shows to make them better. We're following a framework as a live caster. Uh, I have a framework that I follow. You know, I have a live stream first policy. So we always start with a live stream and then we go from there to uh, other types of content like the podcast or short videos or um, the blog. All of that comes out of the live stream that we start with. And then adjusting our schedule. Uh, we have several shows a week. I have four shows a week that I do. So I do two on Wednesday and two on Thursday. So I have to make sure that I stay flexible throughout the rest of the week to accommodate those four hours that I'm doing my live streams. That might mean I need to uh, work with my family or friends to adjust what they have going on in their lives that they might need my participation in. I can tell them, well, you know, um, from four to five on Wednesdays and from seven to eight on Wednesdays, I'm doing a live stream. So be aware. And of course, on Thursdays, I have 
couple of hours where I'm live streaming there as well. So we have to adjust our schedules to fit those things into it. But then there's those those time frames that are not so easily adjusted, right? We've set those up. We committed to those. Our audience is expecting us. So we want to um, stay in that. But we also need to stay flexible with some of our other things and cultivate support. So if something comes up and, uh, for instance, my husband might need a ride to the doctor and I'm in the middle of doing this live stream, I might need to find somebody else to take him to the doctor. Either my son or Toby might help or somebody else. So you have to keep all of that in mind as part of the live cast lifestyle. Inspiration and motivation. I have many people in my life that bring me inspiration and motivation. Number one is Toby. He's my business partner, he's my mentor, and he's my friend. He's taught me a lot about speaking, interviewing, um, presentations. All of this is stuff that Toby has taught me, he has demonstrated, he shared his knowledge and his experiences and his stories with me. So that over the years, I've been able to do this work as well. Uh, and I thank him for that. And that's inspiration and motivation that we give to each other nowadays. Uh, he'll, you know, he relies upon me to bring in ideas and uh, to support all of our channels and all of our content. And I rely on him for the same thing. So we, we have that motivation and inspiration that we share because we're business partners. Then I have Jen McFarland. She's a collaboration partner, and I do Women Conquer Business podcast with her. And we also share a lot of our information. Hey, I saw this this week, and this is new, and have you have you seen this? I'll share videos with her um, that people are putting out about content marketing or growing an audience. I'll share those videos with her. And we all have those discussions. Uh, she shares some of her favorite books and other media with me so that we can have discussions about that. So it's a great partnership for helping us both to uh, grow better and stronger and evolve. Um, I have a great friend, Grant Pachoco. I've known him since 2009. He's a podcaster, he's a puppeteer, he's a content creator, and he's a friend. And we have conversations about content creation and growing our channels, and, and we bounce ideas off of each other. And he recently put out a, a podcast where he just talks about being a content creator. So I love listening to his podcast and getting some some tips and some hints and some ideas of what's what's out there and what's available in this uh, industry. So he's always been a great inspiration and motivation to me to, to get started and to keep going with podcasting and uh, live streaming. I listen to a podcast, uh, several podcasts, but I listen to This Old Marketing and the Content Inc. podcasts by Joe Polizzi and Rob Rose. And also I subscribe to the Tilt newsletter. These are newsletters and podcasts for people who are intensely interested in content marketing. And it provides a lot of inspiration and motivation. And I suggest you check them out if that's something you're interested in. I have family and friends who occasionally ask about creating content. I asked my daughter uh, this week, 
her birthday is on Saturday, the 24th of September. And I asked her, what do you want for your birthday? And she's like, well, what's my spending limit? And I haven't thought about it. What do you, what do you think? And I'm, I was like, okay, well, how about around 50 bucks? And she said, okay, well, anything that I can get to get ready for making YouTube videos. She's done YouTube videos in the past and she's taken a break and now she wants to get back into it. And so I asked her, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have the other thing? And she would say, no, no, no. So I figured it out exactly what uh, she should start with. So I'll be sending her a couple of things and I don't want to say what it is because uh, she might be watching. <laughs> so I don't want to spoil the surprise, but she's going to be getting a package from Amazon for her birthday. Uh, that's going to help her to create content. I also have friends sometimes who ask me about content creation and how do they uh, become better known online. And I love to talk about that with them. And so that keeps me inspired and motivated. I also have you, the viewers who show up some of you every week, some of you every show I do. And I appreciate you so much. You also are my inspiration and motivation to continue to provide this content, to continue to learn more about it, to offer whatever tips and advice I can. And hopefully uh, you'll also send in your questions and uh, comments so that I can respond to those and make my show better for you. Some of the challenges that come along with the live cast lifestyle include the technology, the energy, the you know, physical energy, the time, the family responsibilities, and the money that it takes to do this. First, technology. Uh, my computer <laughs> decided it had had enough. Uh, probably it was like early August and uh, it just shut down. And, and when you, when that happens, it's very sad and you have a little, you know, grieving moment for the computer. And then you look at your bank account and you see how much can I afford to put into a new computer? And uh, my husband luckily is pretty good about being able to build a computer for me uh, by ordering all the different parts and putting it all together for me. So until he could do that, I used my laptop. I have a laptop that I think I got in 2015. So I had that and, you know, I plug all the things into all the ports and, and still sat at the same desk with the same lighting so that I had, you know, I still had my studio and I still had some of the things that I needed. They weren't the top of the line anymore. They were what would work with my laptop, but they still worked. So I could keep doing what I was doing. So computer technology can be a challenge, but we can still get things out, even if all we have is a laptop or even if just a cell phone, we can still make things happen. It just takes a little more effort. Technology updates, right? Like Windows updates. Sometimes uh, these Windows updates can mess with our software and, and cause us some uh, frustration. And when I got the new computer, of course, I had to re-download and install some applications that I had uh, either purchased or was subscribed to. I had to redo all of that. And then one of the issues I had with one of the apps was StreamYard. Unfortunately, I kept uh, trying to make adjustments and uh, do the settings correctly in the computer, but it kept telling me it, the browser wouldn't allow me to use the camera and the microphone. So I had to keep going through the settings until I finally uh, was like, 
I don't know what I'm doing. And I called Toby and he said, okay, we'll have to walk through it together maybe tonight. And, and I was like, okay. But then I opened up a program for my husband. He needed to do a medical appointment online. The nurse that he needed to speak with was feeling ill. So she wanted to do the appointment online so that she didn't spread any germs around. So she had a specific program that she had to use uh, for the medical community to have this video call with him. And the same thing was happening where it wasn't able to access the microphone and the camera. So I quickly had to fix the problem that had been, you know, throwing me off for a week. It was like, I, I don't have time now to go to somebody else. I have to do this. So I had to do the troubleshooting on my own. And I finally found that one setting that needed to be adjusted and everything worked. So uh, you have to stick with it. And that can be very frustrating. And it can be um, something that is an obstacle that uh, we want to give up, right? Especially if we're not very techie and we want to call somebody else, help me, how do I do this? And, uh, but sometimes we just keep working at it and working at it and we'll get it. And then of course there's maintenance. Um, and you got to keep your, your technology up to date. You got to keep it working. And if something breaks down or is uh, broken or lost, then you have to replace it because you need to have all the things in place to continue going with your work. Here's another challenge, energy. Well, we're all still recovering from the pandemic. We're all still saying, oh, do I really wanna go out there in this crowd of people and do this filming? Um, you know, and, and there's that fear factor and that discomfort with going out amongst people again. And then, of course, I had surgery three weeks ago, so I'm still kind of recovering from that. You know, I don't want, I can't lift too much weight uh, because that's one of those things that they tell you after surgery, you know, don't lift more than five pounds for the first six weeks. So I'm still kind of in there. And then, um, I'm recovering. So it's, I don't have quite as much energy as I normally do. Uh, travel and field recording from New Mexico day trips, there requires a lot of energy. Uh, Toby and I, last Saturday, we went to the Renaissance Fair and it was a lot of walking around and uh, filming and it was hot out and, you know, there, there were crowds. So it took a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy to do filming in the field. You, it's not just the attending of the event, but it's also, you know, spying out what would be good for uh, including in the video and then coming up with ideas of what to say about it. Um, it requires editing and storytelling. So all of these things come into play and they require more energy and more brain food, you know, you know, going to feed the brain so you can think of all these things that you need to do. Then we're experimenting on YouTube. We're making the, a new channel where it's an experiment. We're trying things out. We say, okay, well, are we going to do the unboxing? How is, you know, is that going to work well for us? We're going to try going to the pool and putting the new underwater drone in the pool. And, and should we make a video of that? And how, you know, how much time is that going to take? It's a lot more time and energy to film in the field and to do these kinds of experiments. And then we have to check our competition. 
we need to look at the other travel videos out there on YouTube and see which ones are doing really well, what they're talking about and what uh, people like about them so that we can do some of those same types of things. So that takes energy. Time. When are you going to get everything accomplished, right? Um, how soon can you get started with a live cast? Well, ASAP, right? As soon as you have a setup, start doing it because you don't want to lose time. It takes time to build an audience. It takes consistency to build up a channel. So you need to get started right away and stay consistent. Making informed decisions versus experimenting. So that is something that we're experiencing right now. We, you know, an informed decision might be, okay, well, this has worked in the past. Um, people seem to really like it, so we're going to keep doing that. But then you have experimenting, right? We're going to try this and see if it works. Uh, maybe this is a new kind of way to put a video together. Let's try it and see if it works. And all of that takes time because it, when you're experimenting, you have to put it out there, see if it worked. And then if not, you have to make adjustments and try again. And that all takes a lot of time. There's a runway. When you're a content creator, there's a runway to revenue, right? You have to build an audience and uh, work really hard on building that audience and building your brand and uh, building your presence online before people can discover you. And then you can maybe start working your way towards revenue by selling things like digital products. Uh, there's very little time for networking or client work if you're putting all your effort and in energy into creating content. Um, now that we have four, you know, four different shows that we're doing and so many different channels and so many different types of content, it takes up a lot of time and energy and thought and uh, we have less time for networking or working with clients. So that has to go into consideration too. What is your number one goal? Is it creating you know, a larger channel and a bigger audience or is it bringing in revenue through sales? And can you do both? Content creation versus digital product creation, right? Are you spending time on creating content going out to these uh, festivals and traveling to different places and getting the green chili cheeseburgers and doing all of that and filming all of that and editing all of that and presenting all of that. That's all content creation. But at the same time, I've been trying to put together a course since uh, late May and I'm still working on it. And that's the digital product creation. And I've got less and less time to do that as I spend more and more time on the content creation. So there's a, a line there. When you're living this lifestyle, you have to figure out, okay, where's the line? Do I need to spend more time bringing in uh, money through creating digital products or growing an audience through content creation? We all have family responsibilities. My husband has had a lot of medical needs this year. He's been uh, going through cancer therapies. So uh, I've had to help him with that, you know, if he needs to be taken to the doctor or uh, if he needs something from me at home, then I need to be available to him for that. Um, I've got a 
coordinate the groceries with my son. Uh, he still lives at home. And, you know, am I going to get the groceries this week or is he going to get the groceries? And we have to coordinate who's going to do what, making the lists and making sure the food is brought in. Um, my daughter's birthday was this week. So I had to, uh, like I said, I checked with her. What do you want for your birthday? And there's a lot of conversation back and forth about that. Now, that's just things that happen in our lives as adults and with kids. Uh, we have a lot of family responsibilities to coordinate with. Um, I also check in with my mom and my brother who are in Arizona and, you know, making phone calls. How are you doing? What's going on? Is there anything you need? And, um, you know, got to do that. Uh, and then, of course, Toby and his family is like an extended family for me. Um, he's got family coming into town that uh, in the next few weeks. And I plan to be a part of that, you know, to help him with hosting of, you know, uh, having people come into his home and, and have meals and that sort of thing. I'll be here on hand to host and to spend time with his family because I'm sort of the, ex you know, an extension of that family. So we all have family responsibilities that we have to work into our lifestyle. Money. Money is a challenge. We spend money on subscriptions, and our biggest subscriptions costs are StreamYard and Descript. But they are, we feel, essential to what we do as live streamers. They they make life easier, and they do a lot of things for us that you know we would have to have several other programs to do if, or we would spend a whole lot more time on if we were doing it a different way. Um, we spend money on equipment. Toby is buying uh, more field equipment. He's upgrading or updating things. He just bought uh, a boat and a trailer. And he's bought uh, the underwater drone. And so we spend a lot of money on equipment uh, to, to make great videos and to have more adventurous videos, right? Uh, which leads to, like I said, we're spending more time on creating content than we are creating uh, opportunities to sell to clients. So we have inconsistent client work, so we don't have a regular income from client work, and we're spending money on other things. Um, our, we decided to leave behind one of our monetized channels, so we're not going to be making an income from that channel anymore. We're on a new channel that isn't monetized. So that's a little bit more money that we're not getting. Uh, and then there's travel expenses with the new channel. We are traveling, you know, different places and there's gas money. And then there's like fees to go to things like we went to the Renaissance Fair. We paid for tickets to go to that. Um, if we're traveling, we also have food, you know, that we're buying out on the road and, uh, you know, the green chili cheeseburger smackdown, we had, you know, we got to buy our green chili cheeseburgers to try them out. So there is expenses involved, especially in the beginning, when you're a content creator, and you have to be prepared for that and um, know that that's going to be a part of it, and that you're not going to be bringing money in right away, but you are going to be spending money. It's just like any other business with with that. So what are our goals? Our goals are to transition from being a content creator to an entrepreneur, content entrepreneurs who are bringing in as much money or more money than we're spending. And that's our goal. Uh, we want to produce and sell 
more than we consume and spend. Now, this year has been a very consume and spend kind of year. Uh, and we hope to transition over the next year into more producing and selling of content and uh, digital products. We are where goal is for a minimum viable audience. A minimum viable audience is growing your audience big enough that you're not constantly having to work so hard at it all the time, uh, sharing and, and, you know, uh, all the time we're sharing, we're handing out business cards. We are, um, you know, talking to our friends about it. We are going out into public and telling them, you know, here's our channel, go check it out. Here's what we're doing. So there's a lot of that in the beginning. And uh, once you hit a certain, you know, a certain number, maybe it's around four or 500 subscribers, then it starts to pick up on its own and YouTube is sending it out more and, uh, you know, it's a lot easier to get more subscribers after you've gotten to that certain minimum viable audience. People are hearing about it more from other places, other friends and other, um, you know, other channels are talking about it, whatever. It, they see it more. So they are looking for it uh, and finding it much more easily. And again, another goal of ours is to bring in $2,500 in revenue each month consistently, which would take care of our business bills and give us enough money to, uh, you know, have those little extras that we want to have, like the different equipment that we want to pay for and uh, the trips that we want to take and all of the things. So that is our goal. Um, hopefully, we're going to learn how to do that. Uh, let's see, we have a guest tomorrow on Messages and Methods. Her name is Heather Zeitzwolf, and she is a profit advisor. So she specifically helps content creators to learn how to start bringing in a regular income. So we're excited to have her on our show tomorrow at one o'clock. Hope you'll join us for that. So here's what we and you as a content creator can do. We can reach out to companies who we feel we can help. Uh, this could be entrepreneurs. This could be uh, senior groups. This could be um, businesses who cater to seniors or uh, who want to do more content marketing of any kind. We can reach out to them with proposals um, to try to bring in more business. We can leverage our podcast. And how do we do that is we bring on guests. Like I talked about Heather, she's coming on as a guest and we've given her enough information. We've given her links and we've given her graphics so that she can bring her audience with her. She also has a podcast. She can talk about our show on her podcast, bring her audience, send them to our show, and then perhaps they'll be interested enough to subscribe to our show. So we'll grow that audience. And when you invite guests onto your podcast, it's a good idea if you can look at uh, that they're one of two things. Either they're going to be able to teach you more about running a business profitably, and you're going to get more information that you can really use, or they are possibly uh, a client for you or even a person uh, or a business who can refer clients to you. So maybe they have clients who need the same types of services that you offer. 
So that's actually three things, but bring on people who can either give you great information to help you with your own business or people who could become a client of yours, or they can refer their clients to you as possible clients. And then create new revenue streams with digital products. What makes sense uh, for us to sell as a digital product? Well, we can sell our coaching. Obviously, we can teach people how to start their own YouTube channel, how to start their own travel vlog channel. Uh, We can teach people how to do live streaming and podcasting and blogging every week consistently. Uh, These are things that we know how to do that we can teach. I can create a course, which I'm working on and is about half done, and (laughs) I can get that done and start selling it. And then there's other things that can come up, right? There's uh, books and uh, podcast uh, audio that you can sell as an audio book or some things of that nature. So looking for those new revenue streams. And that's what we can do, and that's what you can do as well. So what can you do to get started? How can you stand out online and connect with your target audience? How can you quickly create engaging content every week? Get started by grabbing my super effective content consistency framework and schedule at framework.agkmedia.studio. This is two infographics that are packed full of great information. You can just print them out, put them up on the wall, follow along with them each week, and you too can be living the livecast lifestyle. Here's your takeaway tip for today. Become a content entrepreneur by first creating content consistently and growing your audience, and then help others solve problems, develop your own products, offer transformation, and sell solutions. So that's the uh, that's the journey, right? From being an on being a content on a content creator until you become a content entrepreneur, where you're helping other people sell solve their problems with the products that you develop that offer transformation and solutions that you can sell. So that's it for my Livecast Life 2.0 today. I hope that this was informative for you. And um, if you have any questions or if you have things you'd like to talk about in a future show, I hope that you'll write to me at support at AGK Media Studio. And I will read those emails from you and make sure that um, I talk about that in a future show. Please do subscribe, share this with your family and friends, leave comments on the video. I always appreciate people leaving comments. That tells me you enjoyed the material and you got some value out of it, which I hope that you do. So thanks for being with me today and I will see you again next week. Thanks for listening today. I hope you got some value from what I've shared. I appreciate you. And we need to stick together and support each other. So please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. If you've got questions about content creation, distribution, marketing, or mindset, write to me at support at agkmedia.studio. I'd love to hear from you. Together, we're living the live cast lifestyle 2.0. I'm Shelley Carney.